Welcome again to another episode of the Sealess Villains Podcast. The cultivators of the comic culture. I'm your host, AJ. We've got the full gang in the house, Eman, Red, and Luke. Good evening. Happy Monday. How is everyone what, doing? What it do? What it do? Yeah, I, I just good. came from the restaurant and they were yelling or chanting, fuck Joe Budden. But Joe Budden has made an album for like 10 years. Like, what did this guy do to this girl? Like, that tell him to go say, fuck Joe Budden. People are still effing Joe Budden. Like, hold on. Yeah, you're right. He hasn't done anything in years. What, where did you go, Red? Why were they talking about Joe Budden? I went to go watch Monday Night Football with a, with a friend of ours, John. And, and, and the, you know, I guess this drunk chick just wanted to say, fuck Joe Budden. Like, dude, did Joe Budden fuck her over? Dude, yeah. I know his albums aren't that great, but come on, man. Like, give the guy some credit at DC. Was that a joke like Joe Biden? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. I was gonna say, I'm like, well, what? Where's yeah. the relevance with Button right now? Biden. Okay, let's not talk politics. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Uh, Joe yeah. Button does have a podcast. If he ever wants to come on and do a collaboration, yeah. You yeah. know, after he's, what he's we more just, than welcome. After what we just said, he's not gonna want to be on this podcast. Hey, I didn't <laughs> <think he laughs> about him. <laughs> the girl did. She had some strong feelings about that. Oh, yeah, yeah, you know, typical country white girl. Okay. Right. Nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with, Nothing wrong with the area I live in, other than just the cross burning is in the white hoods. <laughs> All right. <laughs> hey, Joe Budden actually just tweeted 12 minutes ago, so if, if you add him right now, he actually probably would come on. <laughs> like, hey, Joe Budden, Joe Budden uh, yeah, would you like to be on our podcast? <laughs> He actually has a decent podcast, actually. It's pretty entertaining. Is it all hip hop? Um, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, I know nothing about hip hop anymore. Like, I'm stuck in the 90s, maybe like some 2000s. After that, after, after the last like good artist that, like, to me that I remember is uh, Logic. Like, I can't remember anyone else. Like, in, I can't. I just can't get off my lawn. I mean, after after Kanye's 808 and uh, Heartbreaks and 808, I stopped listening to modern hip hop. Yeah, I just can't. Well, what about my dark deep fantasy? That came after that, right? Twisted dark fantasy or whatever. Supposedly his last album was on hit too, but I because he's crazy, I just don't care. Yeah, you know, I used to be uh, Chance the Rapper. He's still Uh, around. He's around. Yeah, I, I he's all right. Like. I, I used to be a big Kanye fan, and then um, he got that Kardashian curse, allegedly. Yeah, I just can't. I just yeah. can't anymore. I just can't. I don't know. Maybe I'm sick of my ways. Maybe it's just it hasn't evolved, you know, in oh, a good way. Well, it's like, evolved. It's just not. Nothing sounded right better now. than Wu-Tang back in the 90s, right? Like, Wu-Tang and Tribe Called Quest. Yeah, nothing's, nothing, nothing's better than that good old 90s sound. Like, And what's cool about it is that people in the 90s still gave props to the 80s. They used to give props to the generation before because they, you know, they know where they came from, right? And you it's like the new up? generation. The new what generation. Was, was, uh, was mumble rap. Yeah. The South. Yeah. Yeah. That's when it went South. That's when, like, all the classics are like coming out. They're like, "Yeah, do you like these new generations? They just don't know. Like, you don't know, and they don't. And it was obvious." And like, I find myself listening to No Limit and, and Master P now, just because the shit that that's out it's, it sucks. Also, that's like when mumble rap started. Was like with Mace, you know. 
I don't, we, I don't <laughs> wouldn't know about that. <laughs> started the, the mumble rap. Uh, no, they weren't. They weren't mumble rappers. They were fast but, rappers, maybe, but they, they weren't. Mum, no, Mace mumbled. Uh, he was a done. slow rapper, but uh, I wouldn't say mumble. <laughs> he was slow as hell. Yeah. Dude. <laughs> who was the um, who was the mumble rapper that passed the the white Xanax? Little Nas X. No, 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 no. no. Uh, Lil Xan? X X Tentacion. Oh him. Yeah, yeah there's another guy. guy though. Jadrian loves the one with the rainbow X-X-X hair. Tentacion. Uh, starts with little. Is it little pump? No, no, no. The one with the rainbow hair is a uh, Takashi six nine, right? Little pump. Yeah, little pump. Little pump died. Like I know who that is. <laughs> <but> <laughs> <I mean. laughs> no, not little pump. Not little pump, bro. <laughs> Uh, dude, like, but it I, sounds honestly, like I I feel like I would have heard Little Pump's music somewhere. I, but yeah, I, 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 I don't know if, if if I did hear Little Pump's, I probably heard it like while I was changing the channel. You know, hey, R.I.P. to Little Pump, man. We have guests Not up in the house. Miss So is here. Evening, maybe Miss So knows is that that Little Pump. Evening, gents. Oh, Miss So is not gonna. Oh, maybe she does. Maybe she. Miss So, let us know. Maybe, maybe she's more hip than us. You know. A new oh, friend, yeah. shy comic girl from out the shy. Hey, catching this. I tell. She, she must want to comment in Kanye too. Thanks for coming through, shy. Appreciate you showing up. Oh yeah, she shy's uh, the Yeezys from from the shy. So That's right. you know, Yeezys yeah. from the shy. But uh, she's shy. Shy comic girl is more of the chill lo-fi kind of a chick. You know, just like you know, I like the cool chill music. You know, chill it. How do you know that? Slum Village. Look, look at this, and then we got Ashton up in the house. What? Look, shy. She's like, yep, of course. Of course, of course, of course. Me, shy, shy, comic girl, and I were working on a project together, so uh, hopefully we'll be able to release something, uh, something soon for her. Uh, an album? Okay. Yeah. Are you Are you doing your uh, your your calendar? Is she doing your photo shoot? No, stop, Red, stop, <laughs> no, quit it, don't you, no, no, none of that no, bad no, stuff. No. You know what? No, 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 E man, that's on you. You put that out there. So that's fair game. That's fair game. No, 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 no. That's fair game. You're right. You know what? You're right. I should have known. It's freaking red. No, I'm I'm working on a, on an intro for uh for Shy Comic Girl. Okay. Look at that. Ashton's selling his books to loot. What's going on with this? It's a trade. To get that set, what I don't know what set that is, but that sounds I cool. It's a, I think it's a Ghost Rider set. There's a shipping out Wednesday. Got the books today. What? What's up, Ashton, out there in Trinidad and Tobago? That's all of our friends today. Thanks to you guys for uh, for hanging out with us tonight. Yep. All right, let's talk about tonight's topic. Who is the more popular Corey? Is it um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the two Corey to Haim? Are we going with Haim or are we going no, with Feldman? Go with Haim. Haim. I'm uh, going with Hame. I said Feldman because you know yeah. he played he played that frog character on you know on Lost Boys pretty pretty well. Yeah, yeah. yeah He's yeah, also was... known on Goonies. No, but but Hame also did. Uh, was it the license the the, the driver? He licensed the drive, Lucas. Yeah. That movie was only good because of Jennifer Graham. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Ashton. No, I just spoke about that on Saturday. Oh, <laughs> which of the Corys is more popular? <laughs> did he really? Where, where, where did you, Ashton? Where did you speak about that? 
great great minds think alike <laughs> man he died 11 years ago too that's serious Hame for real yeah, yeah dude the, you didn't know that no yeah. no 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 meaning like it was only 11 years ago like i feel like came died a lot longer longer ago than that crazy that's nuts yeah that's only 11. yeah man rp to corey Haim, rp little pump um, are you wait, sure? Why you, why you say that about Lil Pump? Is Lil Pump dead? The world's Lil suckiest Pump. rapper died, which it, I wouldn't mind. No. Yo, you guys oh, chill that, that, that. That guy's still alive. He's starting a war. Just, don't, alive. Bring, don't bring him up no more, man. I can't stand all these mumble rappers. Xanax. <laughs> 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 I can't do it. Can't oh, when he was it. talking about Goonies, Ashton says. <laughs> oh, okay. Tell you, man, it's Corey Feldman. Follow them size, dude. You're. Oh, <laughs> no, I don't know. Let's let's go top five Haim Feldman movies. All right. Get <laughs> or <laughs> yeah. No, 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 no. Let's let's match them up. Let's match them up. Let's match them up. Top five. Top five. Let's go. Uh, let's go. Let's go. Feldman first. All right. We got we got Goonies. Lost Boys, um, Lost Boys. Lost Boys right. is number one. It has to be number one for Feldman. And not then, stand by me. And, and then stand by me. Ooh. Lost, uh, no, Lost Boys, Goonies, and Stand by Me. That because uh, that's okay. the order I would watch them in. Like if okay, we'll go top awesome. three. We'll go top three. The rest we can't really figure out. Uh, um, hey, also it's Lost Boys number one. Uh, License to Drive number two, and anything else number three. Lucas, Lucas is number one. I would say I would say Lucas and 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 uh, Stand by Me are, are pretty neck and neck, right? As far as classics goes, yeah, maybe neck and neck. However, like as far as the movies that I would watch and what? Oh my God, Hames born on December twenty third. That's my birthday. That is insane. I'm hella freaked out right now. Man, you're forgetting some Feldman classics though. You got Gremlins. Wait, you got, what? You was the voice you got, of Donatello? You got Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. You got the bird. Okay. Lost Boys. We're bringing up the Feldmans. We're bringing. Oh, I'm sorry. We're bringing up the Corys. It, like Lost Boys are nothing. Lost Boys are they're bus, really. Yeah, no remake on Lost Boys either. Jeez. Thank God. Did you hear about that? Did what we talk you, about that? Like there was supposed to be a remake. What are you talking? They they've done sequels on Lost Boys. Yeah, they're gonna like remake it, remake the whole thing. Yeah, don't do that. Um, but Reboot. they've done sequels already, though. But Feldman was also on, on License to Drive. Oh, he was? Yeah, he was the best friend. He was. And you know my favorite, Dream a Little Dream a Little Dream. So I mean can't can't uh can't forget that one. Is it because <laughs> is JBL in that movie? Is that why? No, it's no. Just watch the, the gym scene from Dream a Little Dream. That came out in 89. Oh, man, dude. I came out right when I was born. Feldman's, Feldman's got that crazy, like, Michael Jackson look. Like, when Michael Jackson was wearing, like, all the, the flashy stuff. <laughs> yeah, that yeah. Man, uh, uh, the military general look? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that one right there. <laughs> oh, man. Look at this. I mean, have you... <laughs> I forgot about that one, Missa. Missa knows the classic. Have you have you seen those those clips of like um Michael Jackson running with the whole army behind him, where he, <laughs> yes. he literally looks like a general? Yes, some like Eastern Bloc country. Yeah, too, like yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was a bad tour. 
Hey, House of L says, what's up to Luke and Red, you guys? House of L's in the house. What's up, House of L? Got no love for E-Man and AJ. I get it. All right. Okay. I see. No, no, no. Hey, House of L knows Red and Luke. That's all good. We highlight that, man. It's all baby. I'm just glad somebody knows us. That's why. Dream All right, dream. damn, that's fucking you. That's a deep cut, bro. <laughs> I completely forgot about that. Wait, which one? The dream. What about it? That's like that's something you watch on HBO, like on the Saturday afternoon back in the, like 1987. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 1987 movie came out in '89. Yeah, it works then too. '87, '89. One of those years, late '80s. Like Hasa El, like I like him in uh, Rock and Roll High. Oh, I've never even seen that. What is wait, that? Wait, Turbo. Who, wait, hold on. Who was he in Turbo? Ashton, you got to tell us. What's going on here? What's Turbo? Turbo? I've never even seen that. I think that's like a oh, the animated movie. series. All right. Turbo's the, the snail who, who can go fast. Um, oh, so Ryan Reynolds was the voice of uh, of Turbo. It's a It was an animated movie that came out a few years ago about a snail that can that was running in the Indianapolis 500 because he had like some kind of what special. What the fuck? Yeah, I've never yeah. even heard of this. Because he went through like this whole system and he got NOS injected in him and like naturally he runs back. It was it was silly, but the kids love that movie. Okay, my kids oh, love both it. Both Corey's like the bad boys of the eighties because you're you're forgetting like Christian Slater and and Johnny Depp in that group. I don't know, man. Wait a minute. Um, if you're talking bad boys of the eighties, you gotta boys, remember Sheen. Like, you gotta go with Sheen. Sheen. Man. You gotta go with Robert Ar- Downey. Yeah, Jr. Robert Downey Jr. Okay, like for all the kids who, else. all the kids who didn't know who 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 RDJ was before Iron Man, he was like he was a bad boy, bad boy back in the eighties. Oh yeah, go see Weird Science, dude. Weird Science. Go see um, even like Back to School when he was back acting the fool. Back yeah. to School when he had that helmet with the with the missile right through it. And he that, jumps on no, the or or less than zero. I mean, if you want to go deep. Oh cut. yeah, less than zero. Oh god. Yeah. <laughs> look, 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 Ashley. Like, yeah, they were really bad boys. Yeah. See, like <laughs> I don't think the Corys were bad boys in the eighties. In the nineties, when they came into their own, yeah, that's that's when everything really hit hard. Who was on St. Elmo's Fire? Uh, Rob Lowe, I think uh, Demi Moore, right? Rob Lowe, Demi Rob Moore, Lowe, Demi Moore, and uh, Johnny Depp. What he? St. Elmo's Fire. Man, look at that. Oh, Andrew McCarthy, Judd Nelson. Oh, man, you guys are old. <laughs> <laughs> if you want, if you want to talk Andrew McCarthy, let's talk about Mannequin, right? Uh, it's Mannequin. Yeah. Awesome, yeah. Andrew McCarthy and Madigan. That was that was a good one. That was a good good Robert. Judd Nelson was in. Oh, no, no, uh, how, how about Robert Dempsey in uh, in St. Uh, Louis Square. Lover Boy. Oh, Patrick. Pa- yeah, yeah, Patrick Dempsey. Yeah, Lover. No, the pizza one was better. The pizza, pizza one. one. The yeah. pizza one. <laughs> that was, that that was Robert Dempsey. No, oh, that was, was that Robert Lover Dempsey. Boy? Yeah, it was Lover Boy. It was Lover oh. Boy. <laughs> I got mixed up with that one and oh, can't buy me love. That's the one Wait, I was thinking. What did I do, Miss So Weird? Because yeah. that was like, like our first Gigolo movie in the '80s, right? He was like, he was like this Gigolo who find out the whole trade of delivering pizzas. Come Wait on. a minute, I thought that's what happens when you deliver pizza. <laughs> you ask for the you ask for the special the big sausage pizza. It's <laughs> <laughs> a BSP. <laughs> BSP. 
Oh no! <laughs> the big sausage. Pizza. You gotta order it like that. Though. Yeah, I guess most porn stories with the, with the, <laughs> so the guy as the main character usually starts off like that. Like, hey, oh my God. somebody ordered the big P, the BSP, extra sausage. <laughs> there was um, there was. Um, all right. Well, we, well, this is the last thing I'll say. Then we'll move on to real topics. <laughs> I was gonna say to the real topic. Yeah. But um, there was this. There, there was a Patrick Dempsey movie um, with Connolly that was. That was uh, I think it was called Some Girls, um, and that was such a great movie. Hold on, Patrick Dempsey with whom? Jennifer Connolly. Oh man, she's classic too. Hold on, try to bring him up. Right. Well, career opportunities. Yeah, let's not let's not, let's give that movie some props. What is what was it called? I think it's called Some Girls. Little Boy was like the ultimate Patrick Dempsey movie. Uh, Some Girls, uh, 1988 though. Oh, okay, that's probably why I couldn't find it. Who's in it? Oh yeah, Jennifer Connelly's in it. Uh, Sheila Kelly, Florinda Blockland. Yeah, that one was. I remember watching that as a as a youth, thinking, "Oh man, that was yeah." That, that's the life. <laughs> yeah. That's what I want to be like when I grow up. Yeah, that hair too. Oh my God! Hold on. Can I can I share this? Patrick Go Dempsey. Patrick Dempsey's uh, hair in this is is freaking killer. Hold on. Look at the look at this. Dude, look at that. Oh, uh, the screech. Look at this. Look. At I don't this. know. Is that called? Is that the screech? Oh, I say that's the screech. <laughs> Why is the banner in the way? Hold on. <laughs> yeah, I know. Oh, there. Let me take that out. I got it. I got it. <laughs> Look at That's that hair. Sweet. It's Look just black this. on black. You can't see the hair. Can't. All right. It's, all right. It's the, I hate to say it, it's the Jew fro. <laughs> I don't think he's Jewish, though. I, know, but I hear what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. All right, guys. Let's move on to right. some real topics, some real, real news here. Wait, uh, that wasn't the real stuff right there. No, no. <laughs> okay, so are we are we in consensus that Corey Bellman's the best Corey? I, I'm I'm going with him. I'm going to stick uh, stick to my guns with yeah, him. I'm, I'm sticking. With, I'm sticking with him just because he was a little bit nicer growing up. I just yeah, like yeah. Okay, who's the big decider now? <laughs> Look at me. So you know you're old when folks you. <laughs> Only a little older start to die when Prince passed, man. That hit hard. Yep. That is Dude, true. Prince was old. He was like 60-ish, 70-ish, I think, right? I'll fight you for herpes, so I'm not even going to lie. I have zero shame in saying that, right? I will fight you for Jennifer Connelly. <laughs> I will admit I will lose, but I, I'm not going down without a fight for that one. <laughs> Ashton's got the Feldman for her. him. We got Misso going for aim, so we'll let the Ooh. we'll let the the the, uh, the YouTube's decide. You know how, how do they do? It? Thumbs up if you like if you're Feldman, and then uh, no no hashtag it hashtag hashtag, oh, hashtag hashtag you know forget Team Edward and forget Team the other vampire guy. I want to know Team Feldman or Team Haim. That's what I hashtag Team Feldman hashtag Team Haim. I want to know that. That's the best way for for AJ to know who's. Who's gonna know? Who's gonna win this one? What? In the same decade, we lost Michael Jackson, Prince. Who else is? Who else is in that group? Like between two twenty ten and twenty twenty. <laughs> I was gonna say, damn, dude, that's. that's I was gonna say a little little pump, but he's still. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Paul tears that little pump. Um, oh, what, what mobile rapper died though? Like in the last five years, there's a, a bunch. There's a Billamy. Like, oh god, little pimp. Mumble. Rapper. I don't. If it's little pimp, yes. I've never heard of him, but. Uh, I know X X X. Little Peep, Little Peep. That's who uh, Peep. Ashton says. Little Peep. Juice, Peep. Juice World. Yes. All right, all right. Pimp Pub. It was Peep. R.I.P. Little Peep. Um, yeah, Little Peep. What song hit? Do it. Does he? Does he rap? Rap. Um, <laughs> what he mumbles. <laughs> That what Red said when he mumbles. Not what oh, he, he was the first mumble rapper. He, no, one of the first ones with oh. like major face and neck tattoos and. Gotcha. He was gotcha. Young, born in 1996. Wow. Damn. Oh, the same year I was born. Crazy. Graduated high school. Crazy. Crazy. Same year I was born, man. Crazy. <laughs> That's why. That's why I know about his music so much. What were you in 1996? <laughs> uh, before, or after June. Before that, I was in school. After that, I was kind of screwing around. <laughs> All right, let's let's uh, let's get into place. If you didn't get a hip hop comic cover, you don't count. Okay. <laughs> yes. All for that. I hear you. I hear you. I hear you. Yeah, yeah. I'm in total agreement with that one right there. Oh, do you guys see uh, Javon's uh, hip hop uh, cover? Is Which it, ones, man? He's been pumping them out. Yeah, he's got the Dre for Dr. Dre um, for um, New York Comic Con, though. So I think it's the only way to get yeah. it. Yeah, he yeah. did a uh, DOT. Yeah, he's been doing. Yeah, a lot of his a lot of his D, um, DOT stuff is on hit right now. Like a lot of people are picking up Javon's stuff, man. Good on him, man. Good on him. Shout out and to Mac Javon Jordan, a.k.a. Illist Illuminati, who's not a mumble rapper. We appreciate yeah. that. Congrats to him. Hopefully, he can come back on. He does have an album, right? Yep. yep. I think so, yeah. His musical style is more like along the lines of like Gravediggers. It's uh, more like horror rap. So I'd rather listen to that than mumble for sure, for damn sure. Right, right, right. All right, let's 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 really move on here. Um <laughs> All right, first topic of the night, Scarlet and Disney make up. Congrats to both parties. Yes. I don't know um, what the the full uh, dollar amount is. Uh, Scarlet was supposed to come on tonight, but uh, she's already busy filming Tower of Terror with Disney. So, hey, you know, she's got to do her thing. Yeah. She, yeah, she called you earlier, right, AJ? She's yeah. like, hey, man, uh, I can't make it. But she'll be on on the future yeah. show. We'll, yeah, so we'll yeah, make yeah. sure right after the yeah. Tower of Terror she's supposed to be on here. Yeah. <laughs> Got to speak to, to her husband, Colin, Colin Yost, Jost, for a little bit. You know, he, he offered me uh, the, uh, the SNL news thing, but I was like, you know, I'm trying to focus on the podcast. So, no, no, you know, no, let me no. just get that. You deserve that, AJ. That, I totally yeah. understand, but you deserve that. <laughs> <laughs> But he could offer us his brother, um, Casey for practical jokers, yes. Oh, yeah, that's right, that's right. Um, but yeah, Scarlet and Disney make up. What are you guys' thoughts on that? I mean, uh, it's a good thing, right? They're still gonna make movies together, so yes, it's a good thing. I'm happy for it now. It brings up the possibility of the Russos directing uh, Secret uh, Wars or Secret Invasion, which one's the bigger project? Um, but it opens up those doors again, opens up that avenue of, of conversation for the Russos to 
to come back and do something at the end of say, uh, phase six. So I'm happy for it. All right. Yeah, me too. What about you guys, Luke Red? What's the question? Scarlet and Disney makeup. What are your thoughts? Oh, we get to see more uh, more Scarlet Black Widow. And we'll probably see her in flashbacks. Maybe, yeah. uh, maybe as a variant. Maybe, um, oh, yeah, variant for sure. Yeah. Uh, probably more backstory to the uh, the, the Budapest uh, thing that they kept on mentioning. Because I don't think that's done. You and I remember Budapest completely differently. Wait, did you watch uh, Black Widow, Eman? Of course I haven't. Not yet. Oh, okay. it, it's free. I believe it goes free tomorrow uh, or on October 6th. Like, it's supposed to be on Disney like real soon. So as soon as it's for free, I'm going to watch it. Yeah, me too. Uh, Miss So, good for her. Pisses me off the way right. they threw her under the bus. I agree. We, I think we all agree. Yeah. Um, you know, they yeah. they did honor it, so that's that's good good on her. Was that a Bob Iger move or was that Oh yeah. Iger's okay. no longer CEO of of yeah, Disney, was, right? He's out. So how do you do that to one of your your I guess one of your um founding actors of the of the MCU when you when you know deep down that most of their money is going to be made on 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 ticket sales and yeah. It was the least. It was the least surprising news, honestly. We knew they were going to settle. They weren't going to take this to court. They're yeah. not going to put a few. They're one of their main <laughs> stars on, you know, on trial. It, it and it looks bad on all on, on Disney's part because you know it could it could lead to other A list actors not wanting to work with them. Then that's it. Yeah. The other A listers would be like, "Okay, we're done. Sorry." Well, so that means Emma Stone is gonna get money for, uh, for Cruella. Cruella, yeah. It's gonna open up that conversation yeah. also because that oh, movie was, was supposed to be out in the movie theaters as well. Well, the CEO and the COO of Disney both got fifty million dollar bonuses this year for streaming. So that was, you know what I mean? That wasn't yeah. their money. That was not their money. That was Scarlett's. That was the star's money. That was supposed to be from ticket box office money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, Ashton's got some some harsh comments here. I'll, I'll throw one of them out. Another rich person gets rich, and only concern is getting rich. Ooh, I'm good on her problems. Meanwhile, the people who work in Hollywood on sets and designs get paid shit money, so stars can get millions. Well. That is true. Yeah, that's true. I I, I hear what you're saying, man. Right now. Everybody so, has, a, has a part in the movie. Yeah, but, fifty thousand yeah. Hollywood workers went on strike today or yesterday, I think. And so, yeah, that's that's a huge issue, getting paid minimum wage or a little more to make it happen. You know, we haven't yeah. seen that since two thousand eight or six, because we Who? had that same, that same uh, Hollywood strike. All the, the writer's strike. Yeah. Oh, that was yeah. I don't, I don't know what year that was. Because I know that affected the season four or five of The Office, the third season of Chuck, and the second season of Heroes. Also, Parks and Rec. Two thousand seven. Two thousand seven is when yeah. the writer's strike happened, and yeah, that that messed up a lot of things. Like the James Bond movie that was supposed to come out right there, uh, the Quantum of Solace. That's like an example of what the writer strike did to Hollywood because like part of that movie was actually pretty good. It was leading to something. It had good ideas, 
But after the writer's strike, it was really bad. It was terrible. They couldn't really finish what those main ideas could have meant. So oh, yeah. and look at look at heroes. Heroes started out that yeah. season pretty well on the on our rise after the strike. Man, yeah, it was crap. He heroes was fantastic until the strike. See, so yeah, Hollywood, you better pay attention, man. You got to make these people happy. Otherwise, otherwise, you know, yeah, you're going to be pumping out some some product, but it's going to be shit product. Like it's already happened in the past. You know, take care of them. Otherwise, they're not going to take care of you guys. Come on, Ashton's got here. uh, Yes, but what is reason to make that much money? Well, I mean, well, my question, Ashton, is look at. How, why do why do players get that much money as well? It, it's it's the face of a franchise. You're a face of a, in like um, advertising. You, you represent a brand other than yourself. Sell tickets, so of course. Yeah. yeah, sell tickets. You're, you're you're the cash cow that brings in more money, even though you're getting paid that that cheeks, high amount. Cheeks on the seats. That's what it is. Yeah. All right. Um, so I think we're all in agreement that that's a great thing. Um, let's move on to our next topic. Pretty much the main topic for the night. Um, we're going to talk about Venom 2. So, caveat, we are going to talk spoilers here. Um, the main thing we want to focus on is the end credits. However, we did have a villain watch the movie. So, Red, why don't you give us a quick little review of the movie and your thoughts. And then we'll talk about the end credits. Um, something that if you haven't seen it online, we're gonna spoil it right now. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. So cover your ears for like ten minutes or so. But go I, ahead, Red. I'll keep it short. Uh, you know, it, we we uh, we we start off where we left off as far as like the movie is, where um, uh, Eddie Brock broke up with his girlfriend and, and starting to gain traction on his career. Uh, uh, the guy, in order for I guess. Um, What's his name? What's his name? Uh, uh, what's what's Carnage's real name? Woody Harrelson. Cletus. Cassidy. Yeah, Cletus asked for him a name in order for him to get his story out there, uh, and then that's how Eddie Brock uh, gets his name back out and, and popular with the world. Uh, and then we just spend the whole movie, you know, trying to figure out, you know. Uh, Carnage's story, and it it kind of like jumbles up in the middle somewhere because he, he breaks out of uh, Carnage breaks out of prison after he gets uh after he the virus or the the amoeba blocks the poison during his um execution, and then it it kind of boils down to I guess Venom killing Carnage at the end. Hold on, I want to know something though. Like, I want to know that this this I feel is important. Okay, and you can spoil it because I, I from what I'm hearing, I'm probably not going to watch the movie in the movie theaters. Was the Carnage symbiote? Did 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 Cletus earn or get that symbiote comic book accurate, or was it through that stupid bite when he bit him? When he bit him, that's fucking stupid. I already hate this movie. <laughs> I hate this movie so. I'm gonna bite. That doesn't taste like blood. It doesn't taste else. like blood. But yeah, then that, that grew into carnage. I fucking hate this movie. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'd be surprised. You might like it. I, it wasn't bad. It wasn't bad. I came in. I came, I came in the, the theater and like having no reserve with it, and then, you know, came out happy. 
Good movie. Okay. All right. Well, let's let's really talk about what we all want to really talk about. The end credit scene. So, um, oh, credit scene. One post credit. Okay, Red. You saw it. You you actually saw it live. Tell us your reaction, the theater's reaction, and tell us the actual scene, please. Uh, uh Benham and Eddie Brock are in an island. Uh, they're talking about becoming a lethal protector. Um, and Venom was telling Eddie, like, there's more to, to more power I have I want to show you. And whatever Venom did, it changes their dimension because at one point he was at a uh, it was a, it was nighttime. He was alone in the in the the cabin or the uh, the hotel. Uh-huh. And then the next scene, there was somebody in the bathroom. Talked that they were in Eddie and Venom were in the room with them. So meaning that they jumped dimensions. Uh, and on the TV, we have. J. Jonah Jameson revealing the, the true identity of Spider-Man. And then you get a flash picture of Tom Holland Spider-Man, Peter Parker right in your face. Alright, so basically... The MCU uh, with the Sony Spider-Verse. Right. So basically, Eddie Brock was his, it was his was in his Venom-verse, Venom universe, and now... Somehow he jumps into uh, Tom Holland's Spider-Man universe, right? Right. Long story short, um, I so think we wearing the hat, the Spider-Man hat was real, like the set crew hat or whatever that he was filmed in. Wait, who say that again? Who? Um, he was where the actor, um, the Venom actor, um, Tom, Tom Hardy. Hardy. Tom Hardy was wearing a, a Spider-Man Far From Home crew hat. And he was pictured with it, and, and everyone was like, oh, he was filming it. And he's like, oh, no, I'm not in that movie. <laughs> and they're like, because he was walking somewhere and he had the hat on, someone got like a snap, you know, like a cell phone snap of him wearing it. Oh, the, the, the No Way Home uh, hat. Yeah, like, and it was like a crew hat, you know, so he must have like grabbed it to like throw it on. And didn't right, right, right. It. Gotcha. He's, he's throwing hints out there that he is in the movie. But All right. You can only get that hat on set. You can't get that hat anywhere else. Yeah, yeah. All right. Question for you guys: Two things. Mm-hmm. Um, do you guys think? Well, actually, the main question I want to ask: Do you guys think Tom Hardy is going to have a relevant um, arc in the MCU, a la Tom Hardy Spider-Man? Yes, Tom Holland Spider-Man. Or at least oh, Tom Sony, Holland. Oh yeah, Tom Holland Spider-Man. Tony, uh, Tony. Sony's going to attempt to give Venom a good, solid story with the help of Tom Holland's Spider-Man, but it's going to be in the Sony verse. However, what confuses me is this: because I saw the end credit scene when that room morphed. It's more as if um, it's more like whoa. That's my the god of thunder over here. Yeah. Oh geez, man. I heard I heard about your Southern California weather today. <laughs> um, so what I saw was that you know everything tur- changed around uh Venom and around uh Eddie, right? So it makes it seem like they entered the MCU, right? That's what I got out of it, is that now after this movie. 
Venom is in the MCU because he's looking at Tom Harlan, uh, Holland in his world. He's looking at Peter Parker in his world, not the other way around, which is what I was expecting. I was expecting somehow, some way for uh, Peter Parker to show up in San Francisco. But it's the other way around. Now, here's another thing that throws me off with this end credit scene is that Venom 2 happens years after those events in Far From Home. However, we're looking at a news article which tells me, or I'm assuming that this is a news article that just came out maybe that at that moment. So I'm also thinking not only did Venom join the MCU, but he also went back into time a little bit. Wait, how, how, do you, after. how do you figure there's a time? I figure that there's some kind of weird time constraint here because like you're looking at Tom Hardy or Tom Holland's uh, uh, Spider-Man. I'm thinking in my mind, the way it was presented was that it just happened just like right after, right after the announcement of uh, J. Jonah Eddie, Jameson. Eddie, Eddie Brock came, appeared in that universe right at that announcement. Exactly. At the end of Far From Home. Far From Home. Yeah. yeah, but Far From Home is the most current timeline wise movie. Yeah. Yeah, but Kevin Feige even indicates that these movies happened, in, you know, that year. Except for, you know, what's happening after Endgame, I guess. But, like, Venom is supposed to happen now in 2021. However, Far From Home came out in 2018. So, oh, I figured I, that he kind no, of went no, back no, into time. No, There's, like, a little bit of a time jump here. No, so, that's no, that's no, the confusing no, part. Like No, I think you're wrong. You're wrong because, remember, they, they, they jumped five years. Yeah, yeah. Okay, they did jump five years. Yes. Yeah, so let's, so let's it could that. it could actually align when you think about it. Is this is this the Nexus event that they're talking about too? No, I don't think this is going to be a Nexus event. I think this is something that happened from from what Doctor Strange did. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. To me, I don't think there's a the time thing is not a of relevance in my I opinion. Think I think the time thing is going to be a lot more relevant than that, personally. I I, I don't okay. I don't see it, but yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Luke, what what are your thoughts, man? In terms of the, in terms of what? What's your theory on on uh, Tom Tom Hardy's presence in the MCU? Uh, it's I mean. I don't know. It's so weird with the whole Sony Disney thing. I I don't even understand any of it. I don't understand any of it because <laughs> now they're picked there. They're bringing in Disney and uh, who knows? Honestly, I don't care. It sounds so bad. I don't care until Wait. I see Venom in the MCU. I don't but care. You want to see him in the MCU, right? Oh, I'm dying to see him in the MCU. Right. I'm dying to see the symbiotes come in. I love I, those story arcs, but but right now it's just it's just trash. Yeah, it's just I, trash. Nobody cares. The thing I don't get is, so why is it that the Spidey movies out right now? They're not the greatest, but they're not terrible. They're they're to me they're they're, they're okay. yeah they're okay for what it is. Um, the Venom movies are subpar. I don't understand why they don't have that same sort of execution for the Venom movies that they put out for the Spidey movies. That's what I don't get. 
I, the, I mean, the animation. I didn't. I didn't. See I know that. what you're gonna say. I know what you're gonna say. <laughs> it just looks so bad. It's not 2021 <laughs> standards. It looks like 28, 2008 standards. It looks like Spawn. 1997. Oh, man. Ooh. Don't tell me. Not that far back. Oh, geez. That's, <laughs> that's bad. <hard. laughs> that's but a decade. Decade. I'll give it a decade. I also liked it. I enjoyed it. And no no action. I didn't force myself to say it was decent. You know, it, it, you know I went in there without any reserves because I, I hated the first Venom movie. And, you know, I went in there just to do my homework. And, you know, I found that, you know, even though the animation was horrible, the acting and the comedy made up more than made up for it. I mean, and that wow, sounds good. really? I couldn't get anyone in my family to go with me. My wife didn't oh, want to see it. I couldn't get my 12-year-old son to go with me. I'm like, you don't want to go see Venom? He's like, nah, it looks bad. I'm like, like, wow. <laughs> 12 years old already knows what a bad movie looks like. And I'm like, well, I guess I'm going by myself. And then my whole family just turned to him and was like, okay, bye. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, let's see. There, and I was like, "Nah, fuck this." I'm oh, okay. Go. I was like, "Wait a minute, you did see it?" No, yeah, so yeah, I drove halfway to the theater, and I had a gift card. I had a gift card. It would have been free. I'm hearing, I'm hearing from around the band that if you're going to watch this, watch it solely for the purpose of watching them banter between Eddie and Venom. Like, I hear that that that's where it's at. Like, that's where this movie's heart is is the connection between Eddie and Venom. Um, Red, can you confirm for our listeners here? Is that uh, because okay. Eddie's a real boy and Venom is just another boy? Um, Ashton's out here saying, Is that the usual tone of Venom? Not to not to what I remember, but I haven't read any of these new books. No, Venom has never been a comedic character. I don't know why he's got this comedic relief in the Venom movies. So, yeah, Sony, it's Sony. Well, yeah. they, they want him to be a more lighthearted character than a little bit of kids, right? Yeah. So, Eman, I know you're going to say Kevin Feige. All right. <laughs> so why they why don't ha- they don't why? have a Kevin Feige to keep the timeline yeah, in order? They, they've got Kevin Feige work helping the Spider-Man movies. Why why do you think he's not helping the Venom movies? Um, because this is Sony's project, not Marvel's project. This is a Sony project with Sony heads, with a Sony person spearheading it, and with Andy Serkis directing it. You need someone with the producing mind of Kevin Feige to keep a superhero movie moving in the right direction. You can't just add comedy just to add comedy. It's got to make sense. And Kevin Feige does his best to make sure that at least the movie makes sense. If there's some comedic element to it, it has to make sense. You know, it, it, a, a He's the one that he's he's the arch he's the um architect. He's, he's the, the one. Yeah, he is the watcher. He's the watcher of the MCU, and he needs to make sure everything blends. And he's got a team behind him, making sure that hey, look, this is it, this is that. He, he works under Marvel. He works under Marvel right. Studios. Okay. He has all all of the lore at his disposal. Right. Kevin Feige is us essentially, and if if the movie doesn't gather his attention if it doesn't make him laugh or have this feeling of like wow this movie is fucking yeah. awesome then yep. he's not gonna put it out there yeah yeah well speaking of the watcher this week we're gonna get the yes, what if season what finale carnage Woody was a great um Cletus Cassidy okay. actually it, it was more of his character from Natural Born Killers. 
Oh, just like straight. Oh, you know what? That makes sense, though. That makes yeah. a whole lot of sense. Yeah. Although his hairdo is all fucking crazy. I don't understand that shit, but <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, speaking of The Watcher, we've got that What If season finale. Um, if you haven't seen it, they did throw out a little teaser poster. Gamora will be in this last episode. Um, my thoughts and theories is she's going to do some uh, daddy avenging. Um, she's uh, probably the main protagonist on this. Uh, well, her, she's going to have a a big... Um, I don't think the protagonist anti-hero. Anti-hero, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think it's going to... She's going to have some, some relevant... Importance for this uh, for this finale here. Can I uh, can I bring up the poster? Can I show the poster? Yeah, let's go for it. Let's let's go ahead and bring up the poster real fast. Right there. She's got the uh, what is, is that called? Titan armor? I don't know. The Thanos armor. So I don't know if it's called Titan armor. Yeah, it, it is. It is Thanos's armor. They've confirmed it. Is it made of vibranium? That is a great question. I Wait, Thanos' armor is made out of vibranium? I don't know. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Fuck the ass, right? Close mouth, don't get fed. So this comes out on Wednesday, this Wednesday. Um, and she's rocking Thanos' armor. So I think he's going to be doing some avenging of her own. Yeah. Papa, you know. Papa Thanos is dead. So she's going to be hold on, but. Would it be to avenge Thanos or would it be to avenge everything else? Right? Because Ultron Ultron's on hit, dude. Like Ultron's super dangerous right now. It could be a, a litany of things, but I'm just I, I'm just theorizing something about avenging the father because he's got <laughs> the outfit. For, you know, we, we know what how Thanos ended up dying in that on that, that last episode. And that same beam barely grazes road um war machine. In Civil War, like what if, what if Vision didn't miss and slices Rhodey in half with that beam? I think Vision has control as to how powerful that beam can be. Also, I don't think Vision was out there trying to kill. He was, he was out there to uh, kind of like slow down and stop. And you gotta remember, Vision in the What Ifs is still not as powerful as Thanos was with the snap. Right. Yeah. Okay. That's Vision. But what about Ultron in Vision's body with all of the Infinity Although Stones? Although he went around and destroyed all the worlds, but Thanos destroyed the half of the entire universe. Half of the entire universe at once. Oh, just the life itself. Not, not well. That's because Thanos knew what he was doing with the, the with those rings or with those stones, right? I bet you if uh, Vision or uh, if Ultron, Infinity Ultron, I think is what they call him. If Infinity Ultron has complete knowledge as to how those stones work. Maybe he can do the same thing, right? Or maybe you have to have some kind of actual soul or conscience, like a real one. Because keep in mind, he, he's artificial. Thanos isn't. Maybe that could yeah. work into it. Oh, I got to stop you guys and throw this out there real quick. Uh, House of L, this is directly towards E-Man. You guys are giving Kevin Feige. The Marvel movies have not been that great. E-Man is the, uh, the Kevin Feige writer. Uh, oh, just, the, I'm, yeah. I'm, yeah, he, he will defend Kevin Feige till the end. I am a little more centric on my opinions for the Marvel movies. Oh, yeah. well, Do- that's Donovan. I know Donovan. Donovan's a big, big DC Superman fan. Yeah, he's a DC okay. man. 
Yeah. All right. Okay. All right. Well, remember yeah. this too. Technically, also though, Kevin Feige is spearheading all of the MCU. There's only so much he can do with the Spider-Man movies because it's still under Sony's Sony's uh, realm. They allow him to make the movie, but they also ultimately have final choice in decision making um, on a lot of the production that goes into the Spider-Man movies. Yeah. Um. Miss O's got here. You guys are gonna ban me from the chat. She's been underwhelmed with what if. Uh, you know, I can understand that. I get it. I get it. I'm yeah. not really following some, some, it. Some things are not your cup of tea. Ashley's got that. I tried to watch Starlo episode three, four times. Never made through. Okay, well, hey, you know. Maybe not a fan of uh, Chadwick Boseman. I mean, the old when he was killing all the planets, it was a bit. It was a little bit like. And you're dead. And now you're dead. And now you're dead. And now you're dead. And now you're dead. And I was just like, this is boring. Like, come on. Like, I get it. He's killing everybody. He can kill anything. Like, he's fulfilling the prophecy. Or he's fulfilling what he thought should happen for real peace. Yeah, to bring real peace. Right. And he's not wrong. Because life is Life does produce uh, conflict. So you're saying Thanos was right with the snap? Is that what you're saying? He wasn't right, but he also wasn't wrong. Yeah, I, I kind of agree with that. You know, yeah. if you want the California housing market to uh, dip, we need a Thanos <laughs> snap in California. <laughs> wow, that's dark. <laughs> just saying, I'm just saying. It's one of those things where he he was what I don't know how to properly say it, but he was technically technically right, but morally wrong. Ooh, I like that. Yeah, I'm gonna use that anytime I've made wrong judgments in my life. <laughs> technically I'm right, morally that. wrong. Yeah. I'm gonna say, well, I was technically right. You're morally wrong. <laughs> so uh, uh, go ahead and tell her that, Luke. I'm sure Red's got got I'll storage for all of your comic books. Like, don't worry about it. <laughs> I'll report back. Actually, Red will be reporting back at my funeral. At the funeral? Really? <laughs> now, now you're getting morbid here. Now you're, you're going to have to die before one. Great. We're doing this after the kitchen renovation, right? <laughs> all right. Well, so what's everyone? Uh, everyone is. Are you guys all looking forward to uh, the last episode then? Of course. Yes. Yeah. I want to see Vision, Ultron, Thanos, yeah. Megazord get his butt kicked. Evil but, Doctor Strange or Dark Doctor Strange, whatever you want to call oh, him. Yeah, dark, Eyeliner dark, Doctor Strange. Dark Emo, Dark Doctor Strange. Emo Strange. Emo Strange. My Chemical dark. Romance Strange, whatever you want to call him. <laughs> I was going to go there Broadway. <laughs> All right. Um, let's move on to something non-comic-y, but I heard there's been rumors it was actually based off of a comic. Squid Game. Who's been watching Squid Game? Yo ho! Not helmet. I have as well. Luke, uh, you said off air that um, you couldn't you couldn't get into it, right? I watched the first. I'm a. I'm gonna preface this. I'm a massive battle royale fan. I've read the I read the book. I've seen. I think there's actually two different movies. Um, huge battle royale fan but i this started and like the video game thing started i was like nah i'm not into it <laughs> i turned it off <laughs> i'll probably catch up though i'll catch up you oh, know yeah. that's that, that's crazy that you might get you might you might like it after that point 
It, it's crazy that you were big into Battle Royale because that was, especially the manga was, was crazy. The manga yeah, was yeah. dark, dude. Yeah, the manga I never really read the manga. I never read the manga. Especially if they were junior the high kids. Yeah, yeah. The shit that, like, if you've watched the movie, that pales in comparison to the actual uh, manga because the manga is dark, dude. And the book, yeah, the book is so dark. Yeah. Remember, yeah. that movie was technically banned in the United States for a few years after it was released because they didn't want to bring it over due to the content. Right. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, it snuck in and it made it to movie theaters and, and people actually loved it. And yeah, it's a cool it, was, it was insane. Yes, we are all living in the Squid Games every day. Yeah. I'm not playing marbles with anyone these days. This, this all right. Hey, hey, hey. I'll call the first episode. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. That's right. That's right. You only. Uh, uh, Squid Game. Squid Game is a Netflix show, Korean Netflix show on. On Netflix, so yeah, it's nine episodes. Uh, if you've got Netflix, Miss So, I I recommend you watching it. Um, English dub that, or uh, subtitles. Subtitles. Yeah, um, I actually English read subbed. English subbed. Read. He said English dub. I actually read an article. Um, the creator of the show was a comic book fan, and I think he got inspiration from a comic book that he read so okay. there are some comic book ties to the movie or to the tv okay. show yeah um what are your guys okay well sans luke uh read and e-man what are your thoughts on the show so far and tell me tell tell the viewers how many episodes you guys have seen okay i had one episode which was uh red light green light it introduces to the main character which is uh i forgot his name but he's a uh, out you know, down on his luck kind of dad who has a daughter needs to find a job or at least some kind of income in order to you know see her and then finding out that her and her mom and her stepdad are moving to the US and in order for them for them to stop the move as he has to get money and, and prove to the court that he's viably financial stable in order to keep her in Korea uh I think um, he wins a horse racing bet, but then loses the money because uh, he gets mugged and has to, uh, <laughs> what do you call sign off his life to a bunch of, uh, bunch of gangsters, his, uh, Korean mafia gangsters. Is it a physical contract? I think it was yeah. something like that. And you didn't get to read it. It just basically says, like, hey, you, you have to pay this off. So when we collect, Physical so, rights. He gave yeah. up his physical rights. He gave up his physical rights, and yeah. Um, so we, the the guy in charge of that contract calls him up, or actually meets up at the at the the subway or the train. Uh, they play a game of uh, I forgot what it's called, but it's like tiddlywinks or it's, it's flip the whatever it is, and and the the wager was hundred thousand won, which is actually eighty bucks. We found out it was like eighty five dollars. Yeah, and if for for every time he beats the guy, or a slap every time the guy beats him, I think they go through like a whole round of, of slaps. Jachi, yeah, yeah. that's it. Jachi, yeah, Dachi, and I think he finally wins a couple, you know, hundred thousand, and I, later on in the scene, and then the guy offers him like, "Hey, I got more money here in store for you if you decide to call me, you know, and decide to play this game." And you know, <laughs> later on, after meeting his kid, 
he uh, realizes that he's got to do this. He's got to get the money, so he calls a guy. Then they kidnap him, brings him to the stadium, and you know we see our first game with yeah. what two hundred sixty-four? No, four hundred fifty-six. Four hundred sixty-four people in there. Well, 456. 456. Because, because the main character was the last guy. guy. Yeah. Exactly. Guaranteed, that's going to be like the biggest cosplay next year. I'm surprised it's not that this year. Like, I was already looking for Squid Games masks, by the way. They've already made them. They've yeah. already made them. Like, yeah. there's some 3D printers out there who've, who've been making the masks. Mask, the Johnny suits, the, the, the gym clothes yeah. they wear. Yeah. E Man, yeah. uh, from. Oh, go ahead, uh, Red. The, the game that they play is Red Light, Green Light. <laughs> and every time you 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 break the red light, you 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 get eliminated, and by that meaning that um you get shot on sight and you're dead. And you have what roughly two minutes to make it to the line? Ten minutes. Oh, Ten five minutes. minutes. Five minutes. I think. Yeah, but like they eliminated at least what one, at least four hundred people in that one scene alone. Hey, look who's up, look who's up in here. Shit's on the people. So I'm like hooked on that show now because there's just so much death in it already. It's fun. Yeah. Yeah. What about you, Iman? What are your thoughts on uh, the five episodes in? I'm I'm very interested in this show. It makes you, and, and Mimi and I were talking about this, it, it really tells you how desperate people will get to, to do what they need to do to pay off debt to you know it, they're giving up their dignity they're giving up their lives they're they're giving up everything just for a chance to possibly pay off debt they're not trying to play this game for fame they're not even really trying to play this game for fortune they're really trying to pay this game off to get into debt ashton said it earlier point of this show is don't get into debt in korea that's the biggest thing right there but in that in general in life it's don't get into something that you can't get out of and this show is really showing you what people are willing to do to get out of some debt that they never should have been in, you know, and you can't, you know, th there is a message to this show. Now the entertainment value is, is high because of what the show is making you do. It's making you play children's games for a chance to, to number one, continue living number two, uh, uh, to win some money, but number three, it, it's a choice. Like you, you technically have a choice to continue playing the game or not, and oh, some yeah. people end up coming back willingly. And that's what the show is telling you: is that there is people will get desperate and do anything to try to fulfill something as basic as paying off debt. Yeah, um, I actually finished the show. Um... I agree with both of you guys. It, it was it was it's it, it's an entertaining show. Um, there are some. It, the thing is, it's a little predictable towards the end, um, but you know, it, it was still entertaining. Um, you do get to see like, you know, it, it questions you know how far people would go uh, to raise their you know get out of debt or raise their um, quality of living. Um, but it's crazy. It is a fucking crazy show. Um, it it's almost like, like, it's almost like you could like these people like in real life. Could you kill? You know, if it came down to like, you know, 
um, you or that you're the person in front of you if if it was a life or death situation, mm-hmm. how far would you go? You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it makes you it makes you think too. Like it makes you think like what? Yeah, like you said, how far will you go? How far are you willing to go? Yeah. You know, what are you willing to give up in order to, you know, for a chance, not even a guarantee, but a chance yeah. to get something out of it? You know, yeah. it's it's a it's sad because there are people in this world that are willing to do something like that. Yeah. So, All right, guys, let's move on to the last topic. I think um, Luke and are the only, or, yeah, Luke and I are the only ones that watched uh, the Many Saints Newark. Um, if you guys don't know, uh, Luke and I were fans of Sopranos. Um, I think both of us had high expectations of this movie. Um, Luke's got some thoughts on it. So um, you've got the stage, sir. Well, many saints, multisanti. Yeah. That should have been the giveaway. You know, Christopher multisanti. That's many saints in Italian, of course. Um it was all about Christopher's father, which was, a, I don't know why that was a shock to me. I guess it should have, it was in the title, but we didn't get, I, I came for Tony Soprano and I left mm-hmm. with Chris's dad. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I don't care about Chris's dad. Like, I'm sorry. I just don't. I care about the Sopranos. I care about the Soprano family. I care about, um, I never even really liked Christopher. And so he kind of, he opens up the movie with him narrating beyond the grave, which was super weird. Yeah. Yeah. Wasn't that weird? Like he's it was, it was the grave. And then my uncle, he suffocated <laughs> me. I was like, <laughs> and then it shows his tombstone and then it starts the movie. I'm like, what the fuck was that? Like, that was so stupid. Yeah. So it was a, Huge letdown for me. It took me three sittings to finish the movie. Damn. Yeah, it was rough for me. It was rough. Yeah, I, I agree with you, man. I was expecting I was expecting one of those movies where, you know, um, almost like a Michael Corleone type of thing, where he's trying to do good, but the life pulls him in, and then he gets sucked and overwhelmed. That's what I was expecting. Um, but what we got is, uh, like you said, the Dickie Moltisanti movie, Christopher's Dad. And you really don't even get to see Tony turn. No, like he does. He robs the ice cream truck. And that's the only thing. And then he kind of like yeah. slaps up one of his friends. Yeah. They don't even just... show the full fight. It's just kind of like a little scuffle. And the yeah. ice cream thing's more of like a funny teenager prank. And it's like, wait, that was it? Like, he didn't do anything. Yeah. And they didn't show his dad. Like, I thought it was all about supposed to be about his dad because his dad, like, if they would have, if they would have started the movie right when his uncle got shot. Yeah. Liked it way more. Now let's see his dad take over. And now let's see Tony become the gangster. Man. And yeah. It was a waste of John Bernthal, too. Massive waste of John Bernthal because John Bernthal was way... I like John Bernthal way more than um, the, the actor who played um, Dickie. Yeah. 
I'm not not to say he did a bad job because I'm saying if he if he does a standalone if he does a standalone mobster movie that movie may be good right but it's it's not a Sopranos movie yeah yeah so I don't know I was I was uh and they just kept going on with his girlfriend like I don't care and then it's his dad's wife so he's like he yeah that was that was weird he kills too his dad he cucks his dad he, he he's just killed then he kills her then he, <laughs> And then his dad's brother, his twin brother, is uh, in prison. And that was all weird, too, because I'm like, you never mentioned he's got a twin brother. And then all of a sudden, he's in prison visiting someone who looks like his dad. Yeah, and then they just wanted to use Ray Liotta more. Yeah, that's all he did. But I'm like, I don't even like Ray Liotta anymore. Like, Ray Liotta was good 30 years ago. (laughs) But he's he's the higher name, though. He's the one with the star park. I mean, James Gandolfini's son is is barely starting out, so of course he can't carry the movie, right? Yeah. <laughs> no. Um, you've got you got some love on your hoodie, Luke. <laughs> Luke, side note, nice hoodie. Yes. <laughs> Rocking a new winter gear. Yeah, I mean, I was I was okay with Ray Liotta's character um, in the movie, but yeah, I, I have to say it was underwhelming, very underwhelming. No, I liked the first. I like the first twin, the first. Yeah, 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 yeah. Where the Hall, Mr. Hollywood, they call him. I actually yeah. liked that character. He was, he had a good arc, and like I guess he was the head of the family, and that, and like I thought that was going to be interesting. Yeah. But then the head bashing on the steering wheel I was like, how would that kill you anyways? Because like a steering wheel, is a little, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I'm like, would that kill somebody? So, so let me ask then. So, so I just want to make sure for our listeners here, the movie was not good. Is that what you're saying? It's not good. Uh, it's hard for me because I'm biased. I'm going to say underwhelming. I can't say not good. I, I'll say underwhelming. All right. It sounds like it wasn't good. Okay. I got you. I hear you. <laughs> I hear, I'm reading between the lines, AJ, because <laughs> you guys are not excited about this. You guys, it hurts no. to hear you guys talk about yeah. a movie that, that, uh, that I, I thought you guys were going to love. Bad. That's yeah. Right. Oh, man. Yeah. It's, yeah. You know what? You know what? Hey, look, I guess, I guess, you know, not everything's going to hit right. Not everything's going to be attached to something that you love and it's going to be it's going to hit as hard because now you have that high bar you know because there's a high bar for this movie because it's tied into the sopranos and there's this huge fan base for it it has to hit that market if it doesn't hit that market it's gonna it's gonna be underwhelming yeah, according to uh, like, uh, like you got breaking bad and you brought in better call saul and better, better call saul lived up to its expectations yeah yeah it has i'm not gonna lie uh since we're on that I jumped on the bandwagon late. I've been watching it now. Um, it is it is a good show. It's at first, I didn't so yeah. At first, I didn't think it was gonna be very good, but yeah, it, it in some arc. yeah in some aspects, I actually like it more than Breaking Bad. In some aspects, right? Yeah. It's different, and I like both for different ways. But I love Better Call Saul. Yeah, there's no filler shows. There's no filler episodes. You know, there's not like the fly episode. I'm like, come on, Breaking Bad. What, what are we doing to show about uh, point point of view of fly? In Breaking Bad, now <laughs> with better better call Saul. Now you have because you had these linear characters in the first series, and now you could bring them back in order to fill in the backstory. There, there wouldn't be any more just filler episodes. It's just yeah, that's true. Backstory, 
to every character that that was introduced to us in Breaking Bad. I definitely want. I, I definitely need to watch it because I did watch like part of the first season, and I know it's completely setting things up. It's Saul just trying to figure himself out. His, his name's not even really Saul in the show; it's something else, right? But he goes by Saul. Yeah, because it's Saul Goodman. Saul Goodman. <laughs> That's why. So yeah, I do. Need, I do recognize. I I got to go back and watch that show. And the, the good thing is that it's not over. They're still filming episodes. I mean, like, I mean, I think it's on hiatus now because the lead actor didn't he have like a heart attack just recently? Yeah, yeah. So, but I know, I know it's one of those shows where you need to go back and watch. Um, or at least I do because it's tied to something just as good. And it sounds like this this show is getting even better. Yeah, um, Ashton's got this. Uh, I'm. I'm going to give you guys a low key gem on TV now. Heels, this is a good show. I don't even know what this show is. Yeah, That's the heels. wrestling one with um with uh, a Green Arrow, isn't it? Oh, okay. Yeah, I Ooh. heard about that show. That's the second person that said that Heels is actually a good show. And it just started too. Yeah, it's a wrestling okay. show too. Okay. Ooh, on stars. Okay, so that means there it can get. It can get as graphic as they want to get as graphic as they want. Yeah, we, we got we got Steve Buscemi on here. What what is up with that? We are watching this right now, Steve. We uh we've talked we about just it. Just talked but, about uh, it. But yeah, we're looking forward to finishing it. AJ finished it, and uh, you know, I'm in episode five, Red's episode one, Luke is in episode zero. So I mean, like <laughs> we're gonna, you know, we're liking it so far. Yeah. Steve Buscemi, nice to come on. Nice for you to come on. Loved you on Sopranos, actually. Yeah, we were talking yeah. about that. Yeah, oh, shit, Boardwalk. yeah Boardwalk Empire. Um, I, I loved you in Armageddon, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> I loved Steve Buscemi in Armageddon. He was riding the nuclear bomb. That was like the best part of that movie. <laughs> I, lo I love you on that Courage show. Um, damn it, what's that Courage show that he's on? With the um. See, come on now. He was also in a uh, uh, the the Big Lebowski. He's <laughs> he's that Steve movie with um the Wizard Kid. Wizard. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Harry, oh, Harry, Harry, oh, Harry Potter. Potter. Yeah. Harry Potter. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's um that's not a that's not a movie. It's a show. It's a. Uh, oh yeah, show, show, show. Yeah. Uh, Wonder Makers or something like that, right? Uh, miracle workers. Miracle workers. I knew I was I was around that. <laughs> Dude, you were yeah, all over. Uh, you were all over the place with that one. I'm glad someone was able to figure uh, that out for you, uh, AJ. Third season now. I think they're doing the the Oregon Trail for the third season. Uh, oh yeah, I think that's on right now. Too. Yeah, yeah. yeah um, I, I don't remember what the second season was, but the first season was them uh, trying to figure out where where God is. No, and, second season is meeting medieval times. Oh yeah, medieval times. Yeah. Right. So I think Steve Buscemi plays God, right? <laughs> yeah, I never saw this first one. Or, or he's the Met no, wait, no, he can't be the Metreon. Metatron. Oh, something like that. Yeah. Yeah, Steve Buscemi with the wizard kid and um <laughs> <laughs> with the wizard. wizard kid. Kid. <laughs> Miracle work. <laughs> what slaps according to Ashton? Yeah, Ashton's all up in here. I love it. <laughs> all right, guys. Uh, well, those are all the topics we want to clear clear tonight. Um, make sure you guys hit that like and subscribe button so you guys know when we come on. Um, 
We'll be on Thursday. We're going to talk about uh, what if the series fin- or season finale, because I think there's going to be a season two. Um, so we're going to talk about that, talk about some comic books we picked up. Uh, watch and- out for the special announcements tomorrow, but, you know, just in case. Oh, yeah, and no one texted me. <laughs> no one texted me about the, the giveaway for E-Man's thing. What? what? Mother effers no, don't want some free no. comics? Come on. <laughs> it, it was a simple. It was simple. Okay, I'm going to do this one more time to the people watching right now, okay? Text our hotline, Blade. Just text anything, and I'm serious when I say anything text it over to our hotline bling i got an aftershock exclusive for you let me just let us know what you think of the show or just tell red how much you you love him and whatever but i just need life advice text the hotline bling red do me a favor give us the hotline bling number 209-975-7597 miss so it's all good uh, we support uh you know women actresses we want them to get paid just like the men so uh you know you got a you got a voice. We want to hear that 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 voice. All right. Yep. Yeah. I mean, granted that we we don't like people getting paid more than any of us. You know, it should there should be like a pay scale for every job, you know, on the board. But you know, actors and athletes get get a certain kind of accolade, and you know, they, they they deserve more money than you know our troops or or doctors or teachers. Just yeah. because you know, we find we find more value in entertainment than actual people who have life saving jobs and you know stuff that you know training people for next generation for new stuff. It's sad, yeah. definitely. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. But as far as like Scarjo getting her money, you know, good on her. Good yeah. on her. She deserves it, and you know Disney should not have one run went on that route. And granted. This will help save their ass as far as like getting their A list actors because they won't be scared of working for Disney since you know they already learned their lessons in the days. A1 uh, wants us to give us the number one more time, Red. Go for it 209 975 7597. Got my first text. It's a picture of Ashton and his dog. So that book is now yours, Ashton. You are getting this right here. Boom. Wait, hold on. Is it Ashton or A1? Because A1 is asking about the number. I don't know. Ashton, it's Ashton. Ashton got it. All right. Well, Ashton, this is going to go out to you, my friend. Look for me on IG under C-list E-man. Give me your details. I'll go ahead and get the get this shipped out to you, my friend. Okay. I think I'm supposed to ship it out to Florida. I'm not shipping it out to Tobago. To, uh, Trinidad, <laughs> Tobago, my friend. You know, no, no, no. Unless, <laughs> unless you're willing to send some, like, like some, uh, some pastries back my way, you know. But yeah, this is right here. It's for you right here. Uh, this is the uh, bunny mask number one yeah, after no, shock ambassador. The text from uh, looks like Steve Buscemi. <laughs> oh, <laughs> if Steve Buscemi wants, you know what? You know what? How about this? How about look, look, live right here. This one's for Ashton. Boom, that one's for Steve Buscemi. How about that? There you look, go. Look, Boom, look, look, look. one, look at that. two. So I got two right here for you guys. So Steve Buscemi and Ashton. Find me on Instagram at C underscore list underscore E-man. Hit me up by message. I'll make sure to uh, get these out to you guys. All right. Congratulations, you guys. Congrats, guys. Um, And with that, also make sure you follow all of our other separate individual IGs. I am AJ, the comic collector on Instagram. You can find Red, C-list, Villainous Red. You can find Luke at Luke Weeks. 
And Luke's got a Facebook group, RKFA Comics, as well as a website, rkfacomics.com. So make sure you go there. And uh, we also have two IGs for the actual Seedless Villains account, Seedless Villains and Seedless Villains Podcast. So uh, make sure you follow all these socials uh, so you're up to date on everything. And uh, we'll see you guys all this Thursday. Good night. Merch and, uh, is coming, hopefully. Who? What? Oh, yeah. Merch, merch, merch is something we will we'll, we'll hopefully get eventually. But uh, yes, yeah. I got stickers coming, you guys. There's some merch right there. I got stickers coming. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Well, thanks again, and we'll see you guys on Thursday. Peace. Thanks again for listening to another episode of the Seedless Vents Podcast. Your cultivators of the comic culture. Make sure you follow us on Facebook and email us at sealessvillains at gmail.com. You can also leave us a voicemail or text us at 209-975-7597. Be sure to join Luke Week's Facebook group, Rare Keys and First Appearance Comics. And you can follow us on our two Instagram accounts, Sealess Villains and Sealess Villains Podcast. Lastly, follow the villains on their separate IG accounts at Luke Weeks at C-List Villainous Red at C-List E-Man and I am at AJ the Comic Collector thanks for listening and we'll see you all 